Welcome, everyone. This is Glenda Dawson, and I have my girls, Sarah Garcia. Hi. Hi, honey. How are you? Good. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you and all our viewers all over the globe. Exactly. Exactly. We wish them always the best, right? And we also thank them for being here with us week after week. Um, you know, just share, like, uh, let's keep it going so people can learn and have more experiences about the paranormal and about other stuff too because anything yeah. that's not considered normal is paranormal people yes to tell you it's not just about ghosts although it's we love ghosts <laughs> we do love ghosts yes love any type us. of paranormal phenomenon yes. still paranormal yeah <laughs> yeah so um so what's going on anything in particular um well i know we're bringing in the new year so um what kind of traditions do you guys have out there maybe like you know let us know email us glenda any type of traditions that you do for new year so bring in luck or prosperity abundance anything like that well um for me i do the 12 grapes uh-huh tell people how that goes so they know well the um there's some traditions that are practiced really really strongly and some are not mm -hmm. but um the few that are really truly practiced and followed is you clean your house completely mm -hmm. you sweep out the old negative yeah basically i mean in, in the olden times it was dirt floors but now mm -hmm. still you sweep it out so don't even scoop it up inside take it out out the porch yeah. out the front whatever and let the let the elements take it uh and that just basically takes out all the negative energy all the negativity that has happened to you all the bad the, the illness whatever and basically cleanses your house in a way um we do do a full cleansing with palo santo with sage with um, lavender with rosemary um and i just go around burning that uh and just kind of calming whatever spirit there is in my house since it is a 1900 house it's got goes people yes yes we you know almost every place has spirits because that's yeah. what said. this earth has been around for a long time and there's been dead <laughs> in everywhere so uh and then um i when i mop say my, the last room in my house is the kitchen uh, i don't do this in the wooden floors but in the kitchen is tile i mop it real good and i take that dirty water and i throw it out so mm -hmm. really cleanse the house um of course be careful you don't open the door and there's somebody walking just you know fyi That's fine. let them take the dirt <laughs> <laughs> but even if you don't have the ability to just throw it out go to the nearest sewer or something and dump it there <laughs> not in your house the idea is not to do it in your house. The idea yeah. is to take it out of your house. <laughs> um, then um, we have the tradition that if you want to travel and bring you good luck, is you take a luggage 
and you walk around the block. <laughs> of course, like a crazy person with your big luggage. Of course, people, if it's like, you know, minus degrees, <laughs> like in Pennsylvania, I envision doing the walk. <laughs> I don't actually walk. <laughs> You can walk from like the doorstep to like the pavement. I'll walk around my bed. house. I'll yeah. walk around my house, not not the whole block. Uh, although I have had people look at me funny when I do that. Anyway, uh, and then the um, I do also the twelve grapes, mm -hmm. which is one for every month mm -hmm. uh, to bring good luck, to bring food in, to bring abundance in, to allow. Um, the energy of all of your needs being taken care of. Um, I also have an altar or a, mm -hmm. or a table, whatever you want, um, that I create all, put all my ancestors in or dedicated to my ancestors mm -hmm. so they could protect me in the coming year. So they could guide me. So they know that I am still thinking of them, you know, like my parents, great, almost everybody in my family is, is that. I'm old enough for that. Uh, so that kind of thing. What about you? Um, I do a couple of things. I um, love doing the black IP one that I told you. Mm -hmm. So this is basically it. You get a glass jar and you fill it with black IPs, okay, all the way to the top. And the black eyed peas, you know, they look like eyes. And in there, you fill it up with oil of any kind you want. You could put like, follow, um, you could put uh, uh, like Florida water or the nine uh, uh, protectors, Egyptian protectors, kind of like it's a, a cologne kind of thing for protection. Um, it's supposed to do, it's supposed to protect you this whole year from any type of evil eye someone might try to do with you it kind of blinds them with the oil and the protection in there that you have and then you keep it there for the rest of the year the year's over you throw it away you know so that's supposed Not to your house. All that you <laughs> or you can throw it in the cemetery whatever you like <laughs> you it, i'm a big believer of any of that stuff that grabs all that energy mm -hmm. it's best to walk out of your house because then it stays there so yeah well, it's to it, you know you need to have it in there for a little bit to kind of absorb all those black you know I mean all those uh, negative vibes that they're throwing at you you know so and then you can get rid of it. Um, another one I really do like doing, and this is for those who have children out there. I'm a mother. I do this. I do get a little bit of dirt from a church outside the church a little bit, and I get some from my front yard, y'all, your backyard. Put a little bit in your kid's shoe like underneath the little foamy thing. This is for them if they ever get, you know, um, heaven forbid, ever get lost or something, they always find their way back home. So this is like a tradition and a spell that I also do for the kids. And then I have them, even though they're much older, my eldest is gonna be 18 next year, so, you know, <laughs> but you never know. Uh, and I've always done that with them. And uh, I do a spiritual cleansing bath for me, for sure. And I do love doing the floor wash. So yeah. just kind of like you with sweeping, but then I put like other stuff in my floor wash to kind of clean it, bring in new like light, new stuff mm -hmm. coming in, abundance. Um, 
I do like writing uh, like Fehu on my arm and some numerology numbers on there to kind of bring in that good luck for me personally. But I know a lot of people have different things that they do, but these are the ones I enjoy doing for myself and the kids. Yeah. 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 So, um, and it's, it's very interesting how um, we all have, the basic idea we all have the yeah. same type of um idea and um we want to just bring in get rid of the old and bring in the new um i remember when i was young my father would do different traditions also um but Speaking of tradition and speaking of new things, we have somebody in this backstage waiting for us. Mm -hmm. so, and you know, he he did, he was really good about being our first guest for the year. And so welcome Joe Castro. Yay! We Yay. love Joe. Hi, how are you? I have to apologize to the show. I'm doing good. I, you know, the holiday season got me all crazy, and uh, I don't know why they didn't get get in the calendar. But here I am. Better late than never. Sometimes. Yes, uh, that's that's okay. We were talking about you know traditions that people do in New Year's Eve to different areas, different types of traditions um you know to bring in good luck to bring in um abundance just to keep evil eyes or jealous people away from us that kind of thing um well the ones we can at least speak on air upon to talk about those yeah we're, we're, we're just keeping it very g g13 yes <laughs> Is is my is my audio good this time? And is the yeah, yeah. Can, 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 can you? I don't. Can you hear the TV? Hold on a second. Can you hold, hold on a second? Hold, hold on. Oh. <laughs> oh God, dear Lord. Yes, let's keep it G-rated, right? Yeah. Besides the fact that people don't have to know okay. every single thing we do. Yes, it's not 1800. There, 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 <laughs> so I wanted to make sure that it's uh, it's off. So, uh, how, how are y'all doing? What's going on in your world? We're, we're doing good. Have, have you had any tamales this year so far? Yes, no, I didn't, and I'm so sad I didn't have any yet. So, I have to wait till probably New Year's, and I'm sad about that because all Mexicans eat at least a dozen tamales. I <laughs> yeah, I had already had a dozen tamales from uh, Christmas Eve to Christmas Day. And, oh, wow. uh, or, or, or no, even the, even from the 23rd to the 24th. So, yes, good yeah. for you. Good for you. Now, I'm making my big bat batch for New Year's Eve. Yes, New yeah. Year's Eve. Okay. Usually I tip him from Pennsylvania to over here for me. <laughs> I could freeze them and to do that. So, and how yeah. do you do? You, do you make traditional pork tamales, or how do you? I what make do you do? traditional pork tamales. Yeah, we, yeah. we we do too every year. Stephen and I make yeah. at least at least a good three or four dozen. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, if you're tamales. gonna make it, you gotta make a big batch. There's no yeah. Yeah. none yeah. of that. You know, make a few. It's like. <laughs> 
But they're all gone. We 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 ate the last eight tamales last night. They're all gone. So that's what forty-eight tamales. I know. Well, we took we get we gave some away. We took some to a party, and uh, of course we have the dogs too. That we give them a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, so. absolutely. No, that's that's tradition. No, this year was the first year in a very, I think, since forever. Uh, since I moved out of my house to get married, my parents' house to get married, that I haven't hosted New Year's Eve. I let my youngest son and his new wife host it this year. So she's uh, passing well, down the baton. Uh, well, no, no. I, I let them borrow it for this year. Since it's okay. their first year. It's a practice baton. I'm taking it back next year. <laughs> Not that they didn't do good, but, you know, it's that's like my day. And everybody knows that's my day. <laughs> Christmas Eve is my traditional big holiday. After that. I don't care what holiday you want to celebrate. I don't care what you want to do. You could do it on the 26th for all I care. I'll be there. But <laughs> so what how are you doing, Joe? Oh, do you God. have any traditions? Like yeah. we were talking about any kind of like New Year's or Christmas traditions that you do to bring in the new year. Good luck. Good juju. Get rid of mm. bad juju. Uh, well, Stephen and I like to go. We we go with friends to a place called the Smokehouse, which is here in a Burbank, across from Water Brothers Studios, and we go there every uh, uh, th almost every New Year's uh, for like the last sitting of the night, which is uh, nine from nine thirty to midnight, and you know we eat with friends and uh, I, we eat with my my the the longest friend I've had in Los Angeles, uh, Steve Gaynor and his wife Karen and uh and their friends uh and um you know i've known him i've known c for since 1989 so 20 34 years now for 34 years now and uh it's kind of fun because it's kind of like uh tradition for all the people that go to go there so you see a lot of like old-timey hollywood people there, producers and and directors and this kind of thing and it's also very um uh it's a very like eclectic crowd or like it's a very you know like yeah you, you would get along just fine with the people there in other words you know it's a very it's a very diverse a diverse group of people you know what i mean it's there are a bunch all, of weirdos like us glenda this is what he's yeah, trying to say you'll see you'll see uh, every color of the rainbow there you know and um and we yeah. support every color of the rainbow too yeah. and every yeah. rainbow <laughs> every color of the rainbow there so yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, no, that's 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 how we go to rain the new year and you know and then i'm you know every time i see my friend steve gainer i'm reminded that we've survived like for 34 years here in hollywood and we're still doing what we love and you know and that's huge yeah for hollywood that's huge yes yeah, 34 years so that yeah that's how we yeah yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Now I usually just stay home. I went out one New Year's Eve and it was so crazy. I was like, oh, okay, been there, done that. Fine, I'm done. Uh <laughs> it it got too people got too sloppy. Yeah, people yeah. do get sloppy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's okay. I'll I'll just sit home and and then I you know, I saw a lot of accidents coming home that day. So it was more like, yeah, it's okay. 
you, you'd be surprised la is very quiet quiet like like la last night we went out to see lights and it was so quiet and dead all over the the city and you know it, it, it's just a big little town basically you know right. it's yeah, and, and I mean, there's a lot of craziness that goes on during the day, right. but ultimately, it's just a big, it's a big, small town. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. So, that's yeah. good. So introduce yourself to the our audience. Oh, well, my name is, audience. my name is Joe Castro, and I'm a uh, special effects artist in the movie, movie industry. I've been working in special effects for 40 years. I also direct movies and uh I, uh, you know, I, I live and work and play here in Hollywood, California. Good. So tell us a little more, though. I mean, you, it's uh, uh, so in-depth. I don't, yeah. Where, 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 where do you begin? You know, I mean, I, I live with my husband, Stephen Escobar, here, and we both work in the business. My husband is an Emmy Award-winning editor, and I am. Hey, Stephen. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, we, 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 we're basically traditional, uh, uh, you know, movie business uh, professionals. And we, uh, you know, we, we, we have been doing this for many years, for almost 40 years and, uh, continue to do what I love and try to perfect my craft. And I have, you know, a lot of accolades and awards and this kind of thing. And, um, you know, it just, uh, I, I, you know what it is? I just, I, I, after, you know, being interviewed so many times over the years, sometimes it's difficult to hear myself talk. You know, it's like, ah, oh, Joe, shut <laughs> up. You know, it's like, whatever, you know, I mean, some people would be very impressed with my, with my resume and they are, you know, and, uh, but there's a lot of talented people out there that want to do what I do. And, you know, uh, just encourage them to continue doing what they're doing if they want to, you know, have a career in the arts or a career in the entertainment industry. And it's very easy to give up and do something that's, um, you know, more uh, sustainable and 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 uh, reliable. And uh, you know, uh, if uh, if you if you don't like the fear of the unknown, then working in the entertainment industry is not for you. No, you, you, you can't do it. You know, I see people come and go all the time. There's something like there's something like over a hundred thousand people move to Los Angeles every year to work in the entertainment industry. And of those hundred thousand people, and I'm, I'm sure it's more than that. It's more like like a, like you know two hundred thousand by now. That was like twenty years ago when I heard that figure. The, like like almost ninety percent of them move away within the first year because it's a it's a really a competitive place here, and um, you know it's um, it uh, it takes discipline and it takes uh, endurance. And it takes a, a, a dedication uh, to move forward. And if you don't have those things, it doesn't matter how much talent you have. It doesn't matter how much talent you have. You 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 will you will not succeed because um, there's a lot of uh, talent in this world that will never be seen simply because the person or individual did not have the uh, discipline to continue uh, doing uh, the next right thing or the next thing that needs to be done in order to move forward. Yeah. Right. Now, speaking of talent, and I'm not just saying this because we're friends, uh, but you are so amazingly talented. Your special effects, it's its insane. It looks really realistic. And I love your Halloween costumes. They're very like, oh my gosh, they're insane. So like, what got you into doing that? Were you always curious as a kid? Like the macabre, did you just, you know, the art behind it, what drives you to do it? 
Okay, that's a great question. You know, well, you know, to, to put it simply, growing up, I was like any other average young, 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 young man. I liked dragons and I liked dinosaurs. And uh, my father, Martin Castro Jr., uh, sat me down in front of the television one Saturday afternoon and said, son, watch this. You're going to like it. My father uh, was my biggest supporter growing up, and he knew what I liked, and he knew what I, my interests were. He took an interest in his children, and um, uh, you know he was about he was really about family, and um, it was Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. That was a movie he sat me down to watch by myself, and was the first movie I ever watched by myself. And what he realized that um, that, that 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 that's where my interests lie in the in the arts and in things that were similar to this. And uh, I said, uh, Dad, how do they do that? How do they do that? That monster? How do they? How do they make that? And he said, Look, son. And we watched the credits together as the credits rolled. And he said, It's special effects. They, said, they use special effects to do that. And I said, Dad, that's what I want to do when I grow up. You know. So my dad was like, uh, you know, really pointing me in the right direction. That's how really it all started, right there. You know, with the with the movie industry stuff. You know, I had always had an interest in the arts before that and been performing and puppets and whatnot, but. That's uh, once once I was once that was pointed out to me as a as a child, there was only one one destination. You know, there was only one 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 goal, you know, and uh, and then I began to move through life with purpose. And that's that's what I do. You know, I move through my daily life with purpose of achieving that whatever it was that, that my dad inspired me to do, you know, at that moment, because, you know, at that moment I was. I was in my Zen, right? You're like in your Zen, you know. I was talking with, uh, I was at a, I was at a Christmas party, uh, Christmas Eve with um, many Hollywood professionals. It was, uh, it was, you know, it was just a joy to be there with them. Uh, a friend of mine, who's a, a famous film director, Rosemary Rodriguez, invited me to go to her uh, her Christmas Eve party, and uh, she's directed all all kinds of all kinds of stuff and stuff you've probably seen. And shout um, out to Rosemary. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I was talking with a couple of other famous actors there, and I said. Um, I was pointing out how like it doesn't we were talking about like grown men crying in movie theaters and it's like whenever we see something on the screen that's magic or that makes us feel like magic there's, there's no holding back you know like you can't it doesn't matter what how much of a man you are or whatever you're just the tears start to come right because it's it's magic you know and uh and uh that was like my contribution to the conversation and they all heard exactly what i was trying to say you know and that's what my father gave me that's what this career gives me that's what this purpose gives me you know is that 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 magic you know mm -hmm. magic to transform something from normal to definitely wonderful yeah that's the unexplained yeah the un the unknown the unexplained you know the hope the Whatever it is, what I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to bottle that and explain it. But you know, movies are used to be magical for for children. Music movies are magical, you know. When, when whenever it can't be explained, and um, I try to do that with my special effects. I try to make special effects that are even special to other special effects artists. You know, mm -hmm. to, yeah, which is which is a, a, a huge undertaking. It's kind of like trying to reinvent the wheel every time you, you do something, but that's, you know, I move with purpose to do that, yeah. Well, it's, it's your talent, your gift. Thank you. So um, that's wonderful. So tell us some of the stuff that you have done. 
Oh, wow. Let me see. The business you have with your husband. Tell everyone about that. Yeah. You, you, uh, yeah. So, so uh, you know, my husband and I own a, a, own a, own a franchise, a movie franchise. Mm -hmm. It's a cult movie franchise. If you don't like cult movies, you probably <laughs> will not like this film. And, you know, that's, it's okay. You know, there are movies, there are movies that, 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 uh, that some people like that other people do not like. And that's just right. the way of the world. It's just, yeah. it's yeah. just that way, you know, and, uh, and I always like to say there is no such thing as a bad movie. You, you, the person who who's watching the movie is either entertained by it or they're not. Uh -huh. And I think people need to understand that because that's why you go online and you you see people arguing about whether a movie is good or not. Because somewhere on this planet, something loves something that you do not like, and vice versa. Someone does not like something that you really love, and that's just that's the yin and yang of the world, and that's how art is perceived as well, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, anyhow, uh, my husband and I own a, a cult movie franchise, and it's titled Terror Tunes, and it's spelled terror, and then T-O-O-N-S, like cartoons, terror tunes, and it's a movie about uh, killer cartoons, about evil cartoons, and uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's a, it's a very uh, it's kind of a, it's not really a kids thing even though our we have a young uh, young artist uh, audience young audience but it's a uh, it's rated r there's a lot of blood in it the, the cartoons it's a kill family people movie. It's, yeah, a family it's, a, movie. it's a family movie and um the cartoons kill people it's very dark and sinister there's an evil uh, scientist that makes a um, like a Frankenstein gorilla monkey and uh, he sends the gorilla monkey out to kill people and help him, you know, kill people. But basically, it's all centered around um, the devil uh, has uh, invented these characters to steal the souls of children. And it sounds pretty dark and demonic. And it is. It is. It's kind of scary. You found you know? the movie. Thank for everyone. <laughs> And you know it, it is dark. It is. It's a horror film. The, the first film is a horror. Was a horror movie, and um, it kind of plays out like an actual premises of a horror film. There's something evil that's you know created, and and it, it takes the souls of innocent people. And uh, but it's it's campy. It, it has a little camp in it. You know, it's done with bright colors, and and it is gory and, to make up for the know. murder. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it, it, you know, it is. Uh, if you like that sort of thing, if you don't like, we, that love, sort of thing, we love that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, the, the, you know, if you don't like that sort of thing, do not watch it. I don't like to force people to watch things that they don't like. You know, so right. If you don't, if it's not your cup of tea, I get it. You know, and uh, I watch it, but after that, I can't turn off any single light in my house <laughs> for a while. <laughs> It's not that kind of scary. It's more like, um, uh, you know, it's more like, uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's more like, like a, uh, someone described it as a tasty gourd treat. We're all yeah. about snacks here. No. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, and, uh, you know, um, but uh, we own the franchise and there's, there's four of them. We have territories one, two, three, and four. And the quadrilogy was just released uh, in October of this past uh, this year, just a few uh, two months ago, and it's doing very well. And so you can get all four movies at terrortunes.tv and uh, collect them all. And uh, each film is different. Each film has a different kind of thing going on. Each one even has kind of a different, little bit of a different style. Because every time I like to make a movie, I don't like to make the same movie twice. And okay. um, it took us, uh, uh, we shot the first movie in three days for $2,300. Wow. We're $2,300. Wow. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, when it was released, it was released in 2002. And uh, it, it, if you remember the Blockbuster video stores, it went to Blockbuster. Right. And it was there on the shelf right next to Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, and it did, it did wow. very well. It did very well. And then we made the second movie in, I believe it was 2003. And it came out in 2005. Uh, and we shot that movie in um, uh, seven days for $13,000. So the budget went up. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the budget went up. Indigo, then, uh, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was, that was 2000, 2004, 2005. I don't know if they had Indiegogo back then, but. Uh, <laughs> And then uh, I don't we, think they the, did. Yeah, I don't think they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we then, then it took us almost ten years to make the third one, and um, uh, and then it took us almost another ten years to make the fourth one. So, uh, but uh, you know, they're they're each of them are have their own challenges, and uh, if you watch it, you'll understand why. You know, there's a there's a lot of special effects, and it's all. The, the entire, both all four films are produced by my my husband and I, so there's only really two of us kind of making these films and putting them together, and that's why sometimes it takes so long to to, to do them. And they're 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 kind of uh, when you watch it, you'll see it's like a it's like a, a you know it's a pr pretty big achievement. It's all done. It's like watching 90 minutes a special effect shot. You know, there's a lot of special effects in it. There's a lot of people involved. There's over a hundred people in the cast, and it's it's just a, it's a big it's a big undertaking. So, yeah, sometimes uh, it takes it takes a while to make a film. You know. Mm -hmm. Now, do you plan on making another one? That's a good question. Or this is it, it almost seems inevitable at this point. We didn't realize that part four was going to be so successful. Uh, we decided, we, we shot part three, four, and five all back to back. And we started filming it in, um, in 2007. We started filming part three in 2007 or 2009. I'm not sure. Well, so I think it was like 2007. Anyways, so we decided to shoot part three, four, and five back to back. And but, but, but it, because it took us so long to shoot part three, mm -hmm. we decided that we would only do one more part four, and we just yeah. took all the all we took all the material we had and condensed it to release part three and four. Uh, but once we released part four, because it was so successful and uh, we had such a positive um, reaction from the fan base, is more than likely going to be a part five. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to come back. And promote it when you when you do that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, have you found when you do the special effects and all that? Have you ever found that there were ghosts watching you, or uh, couple, you know, kind of giving a, you hints or encouragement? Or oh, that's that's a good question. You know, I was thinking about this question from the last time we spoke. A couple of things. One. I don't like to use real animal bones or animal parts or anything from an actual animal on camera in front of, you know, you know I don't like to use it in the movie. Like right. even bugs, I will make, I, I, I feel like if you, especially when people um, back in like the seventies and eighties, they used to like use real like, you know, intestines and yeah. they would kill bugs on camera and stuff like this. And uh, uh, it brought really bad juju to the movie the movie distribution mm, right, right. and so i don't i don't do that we I, I won't even use like a like a cow skull i won't even use like a like a real animal bone right. i will um i'll make it out of rubber 
uh, because I believe that whenever we um, use like the death of another creature for entertainment, it brings bad juju to the to the project. Like a cannibal holocaust where they did the turtle. Yeah, I cried. No. I mean, like yeah. I was okay with the people dying, but the right. turtle, if you remember that yeah. part, I was heartbroken. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, no. You know, I won't, I won't watch. I won't watch that yeah. movie. Yeah, and some of my favorite movies, some of my favorite movies from the eighties or seventies and eighties have this kind of, mm -hmm. this kind of behavior, behavior in it. And I, but I can't watch them anymore. I just yeah. cringe when I see this stuff. You know? yeah. Um, yeah, we love animals here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing about eating eating it for n nutrition. Right. Yeah. It's another thing about like. Watching it die for entertainment? No. Purposes, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch that. It's yeah. a whole different other ball game. Yeah. yeah, ball yeah, game yeah. And as far as like you know, having spirits and stuff guide me and watch. It, I still believe like my father and my my friends that supported me that have passed on. I lost my good friend Gilbert Rosas during the pandemic. Uh, he was a good friend of mine from Halotus, uh, uh, Texas, where I grew up. You know, I, I absolutely, I believe they're there with me, help, trying to help me as much as I can move forward because they were always a positive influence in my career and my, and my, uh, my mission, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, my purpose. Yeah. I was just listening to a meditation this morning and it was talking about how, you know, people will point out your, your what they think is your flaw or your flaws or you like recognize your own flaws and the meditation suggested that what flaws the, no. the, 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 the flaws were actually part of our purpose mm -hmm. like with, with, without them we wouldn't be able to be perfect moving forward doing what we're doing we need to have them in order to continue doing and moving in the direction we were meant to move into that's why that we have them mm -hmm. so it's not really a flaw it's like a it's part of the purpose you know and um yeah very true very true mm -hmm. you need that to be able to learn your lesson and get your opportunity to evolve yeah which we call a flaw but some people may call not a flaw or whatever <laughs> the purpose the purpose the purpose to right? learn a lesson yeah there you go so go ahead Glenda. immediate plans to do anything else in the future besides movie number five. Oh yeah no i mean i'm just you know i'm just uh, enjoying the the moment enjoying the um you know, I kind of feel like I've finally hit my stride, you know, with uh, working in the business and doing what I love and uh, uh, being able to work around people that care about what I do and I care about what they do and and work as a team and, you know, developing uh, uh, relationships that have become, you know, like family here in, in L.A. I um you know, I don't. I don't really talk to any to anybody from my family back in Texas. There's a there's a, there's a couple of people that I do, uh, but um, you know, I have developed a family out here that uh, that is um, cares about me and I care about them, and uh, that's all I. You know, that's what I do as I move forward. I try to develop these healthy relationships with people. And, uh, I mean, you know, in the end, you know, our parents aren't going to be there for us at the end. You know, we have to. We have to learn how to, you know, to develop new relationships with people. And, you know, some people have children to have family next to them when they die and this kind of thing. But 
nothing's for certain, you know, and yeah. uh, you have to, uh, to develop a uh, family wherever you go and whatever you do. And so it's chosen it's family. That's the beauty of it. You know, you get to choose your friend. I love you so much. I consider you family, you know, because sometimes the family you're born in isn't the greatest. <laughs> so you get to make your own family. And I always think that's really beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yesterday we went to see, um, uh, uh wonka the movie wonka uh, oh the, the new the, the new really wonka movie at uh, it well steve is, is part of the editors guild and, oh. he, and so 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 the the all the guilds like the the producer uh -huh. guild the directing guild the editors guild have screenings on christmas day and so we got to go to the directors guild of america and watch uh, wonka with you know with all these people and uh I, uh, I I went to take a picture. It's it, if you've never been, it's the, it's it's just a beautiful theater, and so I went to walk up to the front. I told my friend who's off. Uh, we took a friend of ours, Brink Stevens, who's a famous film actress. I said, walk up with me to the front, uh, up in front of the screen, because they had like uh, they don't show previews. They just the movie just starts because yeah, it's it's not like a it's not a movie theater like where they're trying to advertise and sell you stuff. There's no popcorn. It's not like that at all. It's just like we come and you sit down and you know all the seats are like the, in my imagination they're like oh like velvet like red velvet and it's got it's just beautiful anyways i said walk with me to the front and uh she's like no i'm too embarrassed I went, what do you mean you're too embarrassed you're like famous film actress you know and so so i i i said you know what i know these you know these people don't know me whatever I got to walk up to the front of the movie screen and take a picture because I had the word Wonka really big right. in the background. And um, I held my camera up to take a selfie and I hear someone say, hey, Joe. And they're in the front, you know, they're there like in the front row. It's two of my other good friends, two, two, two of my other good friends, you know, that I've known for about eight years now uh, that I saw last year for Christmas at the same place. And we saw I saw Avatar, though, though, yeah, yeah. And I said, I, I went over and I, you know, hugged them and said, Merry Christmas. And I said, uh, aren't we so grateful to be here today, you know, and to be here at the Directors Guild with, and see this movie and blah, blah, blah. And um, the woman behind her heard me say this and she was nodding her head. Yes. You know, everybody was so happy to be there. But, you know, it's just that's it. That's what I do. My plans are to continue to develop relationships like that and to be of maximum service to my fellow men and women uh here you know and um yeah Very good. make 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 the world a better place one movie at a time there you go there you go one slaughter at a time <laughs> you know i always tell people if i never pour any more blood i'll be just happy you know? <laughs> once, once, once you start once you start pouring blood on a movie set it becomes a mess it's always messy you know it's a lot of it's a lot of mess and uh but you know it's all fun and games till someone has to clean it up or you, or you ruin someone's grout you know the grout in like a kitchen or sink or you know the red stain gets in there and i can't yeah. i can't tell you how many times that yeah you know, something like that's happened but. <laughs> Now you've have some kind of paranormal um, happenings with your pets. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. This is like one of my one of my. Uh, in fact, Jimmy's sitting right here. He's listening now. His ears just went back. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> you know, so, you're talking um, about him. No. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's he's sitting right here. Uh, so uh, I have two dogs right now. We, uh, Jimmy and Daisy, and they have the both of them have the exact same markings as a brother and a sister uh cat 
kitties that I had growing up in South Texas. At one point I had like, our family had 32 cats on our front porch. And uh, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but we live near a country highway, like, you know, like about 50 yards from a country highway. And most of the cats died on that country highway walking back and forth. There was a field across the street that my uncle's, uh, my, my uncle's house sat on a big, huge acre of property. It was a giant field and there's just tons of rats in the field. So the cats would literally run over there into the field and uh, chase the rats and eat the rats. And um, that's why we had so many cats because there were so there were there were there were rats all over the countryside and um uh my two kitties died on that country highway and i buried them i buried them up on the um the the hill in a shallow grave you know if you're familiar with texas texas doesn't have a lot of dirt it's a very shallow Mm -hmm. limestone rock piece of land like it's not really caliche kind of yeah, you know caliche, yeah yeah we had caliche on the so so you, if you dug a grave in texas it's always a very shallow grave because it's rock you need right. like a cracker or something to go further yeah so I, I buried them in a shallow grave there you know like kind of like the pet cemetery up on, I was gonna on say the pet cemetery. yeah <laughs> and uh uh we, we we had a we had a dump in the back of our property we I lived on 55 acres of property we had a you know slaughterhouse with the goats and whatnot so we take all the animal animal carcasses and stuff after they've been slaughtered and butchered and put them back there and you know we had like a wild packs of dogs that would come on the property and go into the dump but I've, I've dug a shallow grave and buried buried both of the kitties back there in the um in the backyard backyard when I say backyard it's like you know, like a city block away from our house because we had a big piece of property. And um, I truly believe that the two dogs I have right now are literally reincarnated versions of those two kitties that I personally buried in the backyard. And this is why I don't want to be cremated because I believe that when you cremate a human being, the energy that's there in the body is changed. And I believe that if you're not cremated and you're preserved or you're buried into the earth, you have the capability to come back again and i believe that the the, the two the two dogs i have right now are li- literally reincarnated versions of those of those animals and they 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 kind of like waited like literally in time and space to pick a moment when they could jump back into the bodies of two other animals that we adopted to come back and and spend out their their life with me because um, they were like eight months old or like 10 months old when they died. They hadn't, they weren't even a year old as kittens when they died. Yeah. So now and, you feel and, that their personalities are basically yeah, the same. The, the markings are the same. And also when I, when I, when I speak to them, I, I like, I'll, I'll ask the one, the dog, Jimmy, I'll say, did you come back through time and space to be with me? And he'll turn and look right into my eyes and blink. <laughs> you know, so I mean, how how much more of a sign do you want than that? I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. So, and when they yeah. blink, that's when they say they love you. So it's like, yeah, I came back for you. <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. So all he wants to do is spend time with me, on me, you know, around <laughs> me. You know, he's a like a seventy pound dog, but he likes to sit in my lap and yeah, yeah. Oh my, I can imagine that. That must uh, be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lap dog. They forget they're not lap dogs anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so the uh, special effects that you do now, um, you said like you said you didn't like to include any real animal stuff. 
uh, and you make it out of latex. So all your movies, it's your own special effects. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, uh, unless I unless I hire someone to help me. Right. You know? Are those that, that's... in back of you there? Some of them. Yes, yeah, so some of these are. There's a there's a pig, there's a, a pig head here, and uh, let me see if I move the mic, you might be able to see. Oh, that is. That is. There's, there's, there's another one right there. Yeah. It's, like, I see uh, that. it's scary. That's doc. That's Doctor Carnage actually from the very from Puritans Four. Yeah, and uh, he's got his little his doctor thing up there, and then there's a decapitated head here. Okay. Every house needs one. Yeah. Say that, say that, say that again. <laughs> Keep everybody away. Yeah, yeah like, I got all is, kinds of stuff. What inspires you to make these? Like, do you just think of something in your head? You draw it. Does it come to you oh. in a dream or? Well, no. Well, no. The, the stuff comes from the script. When when a script is written, and then I, we 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 I break down the script, or I. You know, the, the director will send me the script and I'll read it and I'll it'll say, you know, the evil scientist looks like this and blah, blah, blah. So that I will design the character on paper or in Photoshop or something like this. And then we will both agree about what it should look like. And then I, then I build it, you know. So but uh, most of the creatures and stuff come from the description of what it says it needs to be in the script when the person is telling the story. You know, I, I you know, back in the day, I used to have time to just, you know, be like, OK, I want to make this now. And this right. now. But that's not really how I don't I don't uh, like I don't make anything for fun anymore. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah no i don't i don't it's not it's not a hobby you know people think still think it's a hobby and you know they think uh give joe a nickel and he'll be able to do it i'm like no it's uh, that, that's not how it works you know it, it yeah. takes it takes discipline like someone today just asked me uh to, even they wanted to rent something that i had made for another film that i have that i own and i said uh you know if you want to rent it you can rent it but i need to be there on set with it because of its because of you know you know what it's worth and whatnot right. and i said but if you want me to operate it if you want me to operate it on set it's one fee you normally it takes like two people to operate it you know you'll have to provide the people because sometimes it's, it's like work to like take these things on and off people and operate yeah. in front of the camera one take two takes three takes four takes five takes you know you're like oh I'll stand over there in the sun do it okay now come over here now put it in front of the camera hurry quick 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 you know what i mean that that's work you know that's not it it's 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 hard work you know and um uh it's it may sound like fun but then when you get down to it you're like what you want me to do it again 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 and uh yeah that's it's, it takes work to do this stuff it's not i don't do it for funsies <laughs> You do have a passion for it. That much I could tell because I'm seeing those things and they're very detailed. And you, I could tell that it takes a lot of work uh, for sure. And patience. Patience. Patience, work. It takes, uh, you know, um, takes a little piece of me every time I do something, you know, a little uh -huh. piece of me. Yeah, put a little piece of my soul into each, each piece. Well, that's why they come out so good. Thank you. Yeah yeah so, um I can, oh go ahead that, that decapitated head hanging from in front of my house <laughs> oh that would be a plus anyway <laughs> <laughs> 
where can people catch your work or if they want to hire you for a job because you are also acting and directing as well so um let us know okay yes the best way to reach me is uh through either instagram or facebook my instagram is joe underscore castro underscore director or my facebook i'm on facebook every day uh send me a direct message uh facebook.com backslash joe.castro i'm an easy find uh and um if you want to look at all my work uh, you can go to my website at joecastrofx.com. That's joecastro, the uh, letter F and X.com. And uh, if you want to check out all my movies and uh, you want to uh, own some of the stuff that my husband and I have directed and produced, and you want to see the Terror Tunes quadrilogy, you can go to terrortunes.tv. And uh, we're having a sale right now, Christmas sale. But uh, you can see all, all of our all of our crazy antics and all of our wild, scary movies over the past uh, 25 years we've been together. Uh, and uh, yeah, so there's something for everybody there. Yeah. Okay, TV. Sounds, sounds good. It sounds good. Hmm. I can't. I think I'm going to go there after this <laughs> and look at those movies. Yeah. Um, so do these characters live on forever in you? Huh, that's a good question. Uh, I, I don't well, yet to be too, yet to be determined, I guess. Uh, you know, I'm always trying to, to like I said, make something new right. and reinvent something or change it up. Uh, I think uh, the original characters of, of Dr. Carnage and Max Assassin, those are the names of the two uh, evil villains from the terror tunes franchise they were originally based the on me and my my husband uh the look of them uh, I, the i actually had another special effects artist working with me on the first film and he sculpted the faces and he incorporated my my uh characteristics and my husband's characteristics into the two characters so i assume that they will probably live on forever you know <laughs> online and um you know hopefully the fans will We'll will share the films and and uh, you know talk about them long after we're gone. Uh, I think every every filmmaker that's the hope for every filmmaker they want their their movies and their artwork to live on forever. Yeah. yeah. Now, you, you do a lot. So out of everything, what's your favorite thing that you're doing? Is it still doing the special effects, or is it the acting now, or the directing? Oh, that's true. Yeah, you know, I just started acting about four years ago, and uh, well, like pursuing actually pursuing a career. I, I had had you know sometimes when I'm working on a film, uh, the, the the actor the director will say, "Hey, Joe, will you step in and and do this little thing over here, or or can you put your you will you you know can you show your hands here or whatever, blah blah blah." But uh, about four years ago, I started um, acting, and um, I really like it a lot. And um, it's not as difficult as doing special effects, as far as I'm concerned, you know, because special effects, you invest a lot of pre-production building time and, um, you know, it's um, it can be uh, very challenging. But uh, the, the acting is, is a little easier uh, on someone of my age. And, you know, I think special effects are kind of more of a young man's career because there's a lot of heavy lifting and um, it just it's just a physical, physically demanding job. Uh, and, and even though acting, I'm sure, can be very physically demanding as well at times. Uh, but um, 
uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to pursuing a, a further career in, in acting. I um, knock on wood. The, the things are things are looking up for 2024 um, as oh, far as getting, getting a big uh, big acting role. And uh, you know, I want I want to also you know I'm Latino. I'm, most people don't realize that people think I'm Jewish or Armenian or you know uh, or even Caucasian. You know, but I'm my name is Jose Manuel Castro, and I want to totally break that barrier of being typecast as a hispanic male you know i don't right. I, and be, and i think i have the opportunity to do that you know that people have always people don't really consider me as being latino so the more the larger roles i can get as a lead actor i think i can break down those barriers and um you know hopefully i'll find some a role that will be fitting for someone that's trying to you know bring uh, the latino name into further into the limelight and be someone that's going to be a positive influence and as a role model to young Hispanic uh, artists, artisans and actors and actresses that want to pursue a career, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm with you on that one too, because I'm Garcia and I'm like from the Valley too. And very little of us get to get out and, you know, pursue this stuff, the acting and, you know, the filmmaking. And it is hard to get your name out there, especially being Latino, Hispanic, whatever. So I totally get it. And I'm on the ball with you on that one. That's like my thing too. I'm like, I'm going to get myself out there with the Garcia name, you know? Right. So it's a big deal for me too. And also being able to, you know, you know, I, I always say being Latino, you know, and I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but this is this is my truth. Sometimes you have to be even, you have to be amazing just to be noticed. Yes, it, it, it's it's not good enough to be, you know, like one of everybody else. Yeah. you have to be, you have to be even above amazing just to be noticed because I'm Latino. Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's why it's taking me 40 years to get to where I am today. You know, I think I've always been a really good special effects artist, but I've been, you know, I've been beaten down. I've been prejudiced against. I've been, uh, 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 I've literally overlooked. been yeah. Yeah, overlooked, yeah, overlooked uh, time and time again, simply because of my nationality and, and, and being gay as well. But uh, uh, my nationality, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, you know, I'm five eight, which is literally considered a short, a short man here in Hollywood, and uh, I'm, I'm a short Latino, gay, Hispanic male. I have everything going against me, and to take it one but step you're further, here. you're I'm here. here. <laughs> but, but then, but take it one step further and not be typecast in a role that's normally cast as a hispanic male that would be even better you know to yes because they further. do they really do typecast they want you to play yeah. the cholo or they want you to play the criminal they want or you to the, play you know the bad the, the bad cop or whatever yeah, yeah you know, there's, got, there's only so many you know <laughs> the the frito maker or whatever you know yeah, yeah. Exactly. The, the restaurant owner the the yeah you know exactly the the because well, the, the mariachi whatever, yeah. you know. but i think another thing is like <laughs> You and I, we don't look uh, like the typical Hollywood yeah. like Latinos. You know what I mean? I'm I'm pillish, and you know, and you get confused too when you're saying that people think you're Jew, whatever. So I think that's also kind of hard sometimes because yeah. they are looking for like the you know typecasting, you know, mm. typical Latino Latina, and I don't think you and I kind of fit in. That. Do, do, do you get that a lot? Do you get that a lot from your fair skin? I do because they're like, like, are you are you Mexican or are you what are you? I'm like, um, 
pretty, you know, I'm at yeah. the border, South oh. Texas, the tip of Texas. Yeah, you know, uh, can't get any more like Latino here, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that a lot. All right, all right, yeah. I get it. Uh, you're just but we're gonna change. break those barriers, Joe. You're gonna break break those like barriers. Like the cooling yeah. man. The cooling man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's a, and there's a lot of upcoming uh, Latino directors and f- female and male that that are you know that are are cheering cheering for us to, to you know, and casting us and you know you know being our spokesperson and and helping us move up in the world. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Looking forward to those opportunities, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do you want to tell us one more time where people can find you and your work before sure. we let you go? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, please uh, come and find me on uh, facebook.com backslash joe.castro, Instagram joe underscore castro underscore director. And of course, you can see all my work at joe castro fx dot com and then watch my movies and buy my blu-rays and dvds and t-shirts and all the merchandise at terratunes.tv buy all his stuff yeah and that's terror that's terratunes spelled t-o-o-n-s sometimes people when they when they when you siri it because apple owns siri it comes up as t-u-n-e-s and it's yeah. not. It's T O O N S. It's just like it's you know. I have to, 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 I have to say terror tunes whenever I, whenever I whenever I have want to Siri it. I have to say I have to say it like that. And you know my Siri. You know if you use Siri enough, it recognizes your voice right. and it remembers things. So when I say it, I have to say I have to say it like that. I'm say terror <laughs> tunes, and then it. Yeah. Uh, Joe, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for being here with us. The first show of the year. And the very special guest, the very first one. Yes. Yes. Thank you so thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate you both. I appreciate what you do for all the uh, uh, all the unique, uh, amazing, beautiful, independent uh, artists all over the world, and for bringing to light the all the magic, all the magic that's the un, the unexplained magic in 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 the world as well. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here with us. And we gotta say. Bye to the audience. Stay with us, Joe. We love you. Thank you for being with us week after week. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2024, everybody.